everybody. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Schwarzenegger Month Week 2 <laughs> brings us a classic Arnie <laughs> picture. The complete opposite end of the spectrum from last week's version of Arnie, where in yeah. that case it was like, time to be very serious actor man in serious movie. Mm -hmm. And now this, it's not the beginning of his career, no. But it is the beginning of his, like, comedy movie career. <laughs> this is the movie that leads us eventually to jingle all the way. Yeah. <laughs> this is what puts that ball in motion, for better and for worse, because there's some really good ones that he does, and then there's some really crappy, silly ones, like Kindergarten Cop. Uh, <laughs> but this was, like, the first, the first movie to use him as, like, the lead in a comedy. Like, apparently he had, he had, had small roles in movies that might be considered comedies before mm -hmm. but that's that's different yeah. than it being a comedy Arnold Schwarzenegger movie like oh man yeah oh it's very specifically <laughs> built on him being funny and you you always wonder with guys like this mm -hmm. like can they do it and i think in the end the result is like Yes, but <laughs> <laughs> yes he can yes he can Truthfully, Asterisk. yeah, exactly. It's like I, I definitely love him to death. So it's not even a case of like, man, he's he's terrible. It's just yeah. like there's a certain thing. You like it's it's a mindset you need to be in. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like you can't give it the same sort yeah. of critiquing as you can other things simply yeah. because of what it is. Either way, uh, this movie is so deliciously eighties. This movie is the kind of movie that you can just feel was made in like a boardroom of people just being like, what if we did this? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and then boom, there you go. There's an entire movie created, just two sentences spoken across a table. Mm -hmm. It's all that needed to happen to get something fucking green lit. Uh, but we will get into it because the movie that we watched for this week that we're going to talk about here for week two of Schwarzenegger month is the 1988 American buddy comedy film twins because <laughs> oh. yes not only is it an arnold schwarzenegger movie it is a danny devito movie i believe this is the first danny devito movie we've done yes feels kind of crazy to me yeah. but it i believe that we have pulled it off somehow yeah. i actually <laughs> think that this is the first movie other than matilda that danny devito is a like main, main person in that yeah. you've seen yes oh wow okay I've seen him on a bunch of shows. <laughs> of course. You know, obviously I've watched Sonny. You know Sony. him. You, it's, it's he's, just, he's, he's amazing. He is, he is eternal. He is always. He yes. is Danny DeVito. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, somehow just never watched movies of his from any era. Yeah, I uh, I watched some uh, some like syndicated reruns of Taxi when I was younger, mm. which was the first thing that he was really in, the big thing that he was in. So I remembered him from that. I'll give the IMDb description of the of the plot, which is very bare bones. But I just love that in, on uh, Wikipedia it just says the core of the film is the contrast between DeVito and Schwarzenegger. Like, yeah, <laughs> really? that's literally the entire thing of the movie. Like yeah. they, they have to build 
this absurd backstory to explain it. Mm -hmm. And then they have to invent this like crazy, ridiculous, like side action story that's happening without our characters even knowing about it. (laughs) Simply to keep the audience engaged. Exactly. Just to justify (laughs) this being a movie. It's so funny. It is, it is all simply just like, we just need to get Schwarzenegger and DeVito on screen wearing the same suit doing silly walks. Uh That is the game plan here. However we get to that is fine. You know, any means necessary. (laughs) Writers do your thing. Exactly. That's that's honestly what it feels like is the whole deal. And from everything I've read about the production is like, that's exactly how everybody felt. It's like everyone signed on to it because they were like, oh, yeah, that'll make a billion dollars. Everyone's an idiot. (laughs) You know what I mean? People will literally pay their money to go and see a movie where the whole thing is just like big guy, little guy. You know, like that's it. That's all there is. I mean, I would have. I mean, If I could go and see it in theaters, I... I mean, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, totally, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, it, it's 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 a uh, <laughs> oh man, they're just so obviously different. Mm. It, like, uh, not just like physically, but just like as actors and the types of things <laughs> that they would do. You know what I mean? Like, Danny yeah. DeVito is obviously not the Terminator, yeah, or Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to be in the jungle fighting Predator. No. Those are not Danny DeVito <laughs> movies. So, like, there's just the whole thing. It's like, basically, it's got to sway in DeVito's favor more because mm-hmm. it's going to be a silly comedy. Yeah. You know, like, it can't be, like, an action movie with it. Like, that would be ridiculous if it was, like, a serious action movie where the team-up is Schwarzenegger and then DeVito as, like, yeah. a crooked cop who becomes his partner or something. Like, what? no, you'd never take that seriously. I mean, and then the one point where there is, like, a bit of, like, action running from someone that's shooting at you, it's DeVito running away. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> He's the how, one involved in the action sequence. Yeah, they, they It's they, amazing. I love it. <laughs> it's it is full on ridiculous. This movie is uh kind of fucking bonkers. Yeah. Oh man, but uh to explain it and in a way that doesn't even really explain it. Uh on IMDb they say <clears throat> a physically perfect but innocent man goes in search of his long-lost twin brother who is short, a womanizer, and a small-time crook. Like that's a terrible description of the movie cuz really what it should be is like that this that this guy who has been separated from his twin brother since birth tries to find his family. Yeah. Something like that cuz that's really all he's trying to do. Like they don't really go, like it, it, at the beginning of the movie when they're like there was this experiment, these babies were born, whatever. Arnold Schwarzenegger grows up on an island with this doctor guy for like his whole fucking life he's until he's what G- 30? German doctor guy. Werner. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his name is Werner. So that so that he has the, the accent, accent exactly, explained. 100%. But so yeah, he becomes this uh, super perfect like Aryan god <laughs> with like super super blonde hair, mm-hmm. which is not Arnold's hair color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh but he becomes this like perfect specimen guy who then it's just like all of a sudden one day all of this shit has been kept secret from him. Yeah. Like, he's just been told that, like, I guess Werner's his dad is what he assumes? No, or no, no, no. Does he say he, something about that? Well, no. He knew that he had six fathers and one mother. Oh, he did? Okay. Yes. He didn't know that he, there was a brother. Right. He didn't know there was a brother, and he was told that his mother died giving birth right and we are continued to led to believe that that's something i find funny is that the voiceover by Werner at the beginning like gives it up that like oh yeah there was a secret we kept from him though Mm -hmm. that there was a twin brother that came out with him 
Yeah. But he does not reveal that we are still being lied to about his mom dying. Yeah. Or he's like, we still need that to be a secret for the audience, though. So I'm not giving that up yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's very funny to me. And then so he's just like, all right, so I'm just going to row away and go search him out. Like he just he just decides to do that. Yeah. And Werner apparently, since it's all just this sequence with like voiceover and then it just shows him on the boat, he's rowing away and he's like, oh, it's just happening right now. Yeah. There's no like deliberation. There's no anything. And it's like, and so what was Ver like what so he can just leave? Was there no plan here for him? <laughs> like he's this like perfect specimen man, supposed to be like crazy smart, obviously like in the best shape ever or whatever. And he's living on this island in the middle of nowhere. Like, I guess the experiment is just like, can you do this? I like, mean, does the gene I, therapy work? Like, I don't know what side <laughs> effects they're looking for. It's like, has he turned into a mutant yet? Like, has the crazy gene kicked in yet? Yeah. Did he try to murder me in my sleep or anything? Like, no, it turns out he's perfectly fine. Yeah. Totally wonderful guy. So then it's just like, all right, well, it worked. So I guess if you want to go find your family now, <laughs> like, yeah. is, the, is it just over? Is he like, I guess you're just going to go live in America or whatever. I don't know, wherever you feel like going. I guess you could just go wherever you want. I mean... He doesn't seem he, to have any... Werner did say that, like, he didn't expect him to want to leave. Oh, yeah, he does. He's like, it, it was a surprise or something like yeah. that. It was like, really? You think yeah. once he, like, learned that there's, like, an entire world that isn't this one island and an old German man that he's not going to be like, I want to go there. He knew that there I've was a whole world. I've heard about ice cream. Like... <laughs> <laughs> He didn't know that he had anyone else. I mean, I guess, but it does seem fucking crazy. Like, it just, it, that I is mean, insane to be like, I just figured he'd want to be alone on an island with me forever. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's, it, does that not seem crazy? Like, it absolutely <laughs> does. But like, it's imagine a anybody. German scientist in a Hollywood movie. So <laughs> they have poor judgment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so so that's the conceit of the movie is that like there was this genetic experiment to create like a perfect baby mm -hmm. and it was Julius Arnold Schwarzenegger mm -hmm. but what he didn't know was that there was also a twin that was also birthed obviously not identical much tinier than uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm. which they show in that opening sequence with the two babies. Yes, uh, one that is clearly not a newborn. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the funniest part, I is mean, that, like, in order to make him look huge, that has to just sort of be, like, a kid already. Like, yeah. that's like, a, that kid was wearing clothes, yeah. and they had to, like, you know, like, that's not a diaper kid. <laughs> uh, either, just, it's a silly little thing just to show, like, okay, so there's a tiny baby and a huge baby, so obviously later mm -hmm. it's going to be a tiny person. Uh, tiny-ish comparatively yes uh to most uh, <laughs> which is like again the entire how, conceit of the movie how tall how is tall danny is danny devito? devito uh let me look exactly that i mean is... it might not be something i could just click on his wikipedia page for oh no yeah four foot ten okay so yeah very short so man he's five inches shorter than i right and Arnold Schwarzenegger, if it listed on his thing, because, again, that's sort of a weird thing, but also kind of not because he's a bodybuilder. Yeah. But he's also a former governor. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> normally you're not like, man, I need to know how tall, how <laughs> tall my previous governor, governor was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's probably like 6'6 six, six or something. It doesn't say on here right now, and I'm not going to waste the time looking at the rest of it. But, like, obviously, again, the conceit is just that they are uh, much different. So, like, it cutting to Danny DeVito... I mean, since it's the entire point of the movie and there's no way to, like, go into this movie without knowing it, like, you have to wonder how big of an actual reaction it is in the movie to the audiences seeing it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how big of a deal really is this? Once <laughs> once it really gets into it, it's like, it's not like people are going to be, like, howling in their seats at how fucking funny it is because it comes out of nowhere. Like, it yeah. doesn't come out of nowhere. You, you know, That's the whole movie. Yeah, you kind of knew that going in. Yeah, so, like, uh, any any gags about the, like, height difference or, or goofiness like that, like, you, they would really need to work to make a really good gag, and they don't work hard enough to make any of them <laughs> really pay off all that well. I don't know. It's not enough yeah. to me. Like there's, there's. It, <laughs> it makes me think of uh, one of the only gags that really worked to me in uh, in uh, the third Austin Powers movie. Do you remember that one, Goldmember? They do that. Oh, that's the, the one I've seen the least. Yeah, because it's the worst one. <laughs> but the beginning of the movie where they do that like parody, where it's like they're making mm-hmm. a movie about mm-hmm. it. So it's like Tom Cruise yeah. and Kevin Spacey and. All that kind of stuff, but yeah. the 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 <laughs> mini me being Danny DeVito, yes, thing. I saw that movie maybe like either the weekend it came out or like right around when it came out. Mm-hmm. That might be the biggest uproarious laugh I've <laughs> ever heard from an audience ever in my entire life because it comes out of fucking nowhere. It's absolutely perfect. They're like, it's fucking me, mini me, you know all that. <laughs> it is so brilliant. So like that kind of thing, like using Danny DeVito. As mm-hmm. a like sort of prop in your comedy because of how tiny he is, yeah, can absolutely work. But when it's like the whole point of your movie, yeah, it's like okay, well then there needs to be a lot more. It needs <laughs> to be really funny then, and it's like kind of like ah, we're kind of skating by. You know, they do a lot of of like to me. I just wrote down like oh, there's the like obligatory this kind of gag mm-hmm. uh specifically i was like oh man the late 80s early 90s was obsessed with cars driving on two wheels yes every other <laughs> fucking comedy movie it's in encino man it's in a ton of fucking movies we're like oh oh look at this the person who doesn't know how to drive accidentally gets it up on two wheels and everyone's going oh my god like that <laughs> that's a whole sequence in this movie yeah. did you catch at the end of that sequence i had to rewind it a couple of times to make sure it happened, and it totally fucking did. Did you see the airbags? No. Oh my god, dude! The stunt driver who's like when it when it comes up into frame and then lands back down on all of its wheels, all the airbags deploy. Oh shit! And it cuts so quickly to the other shot with Arnold in it that you only see it for that split second. But literally, the fucking car comes down and they all just. Poof. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, I can't oh. believe that's in the movie. <laughs> Oh, I, I can't believe they didn't see that coming. I, right? Like, that think, seems like something that, like, you prep that car and, yeah, like, remove the airbag. That's what so I was thinking. I was happen. like, exactly. I was like, how did they not think that that might happen and therefore then maybe not do that? I mean, I guess Jesus. that shows the amount of thought that went into this movie. I guess, dude. Oh, oh that poor driver. Yeah, right? That had to be a, a, oh. a kick in the dick. Uh, <laughs> um,. <laughs> so so yeah so so Julius Ju- what, what what's their fucking names? They uh, both have the Benedict. same last name Benedict. Yes. Yeah. For some reason, Danny DeVito keeps his own last name or keeps the last name that Julius takes. I don't understand where the last name comes from. Was that's, the last name from their, the mom? Yes. Okay. Why why keep it? If they're telling them that the parent that the mom is dead. And the one kid goes to a fucking orphanage and eventually just winds up like being a street rat. And the other one is going off to your famous science experiment. And you really don't give a shit about this lady who you're going to lie to and say that her kids died. Why are you keeping her name? Why are you not giving these kids any other name? And why do they both still have the same name all these years later? It doesn't make any sense. To make the movie work. Obviously. That's why. (laughs) 
It just it totally reality. Totally separate names. They never learn about each other. Yeah, there's absolutely and, no way. Yeah. Uh, towards the end of the movie, it begins to insinuate that there is some actual telepathic twin link. Yeah. Between them, they start using Twinstinct mm-hmm. to do stuff. And I was like, movie, not a chance. Come <laughs> on, dude. Like every the, the, the tiny little physical bits every once in a while was mm-hmm. fine. I didn't necessarily find it to be hysterical, but it's just like, oh, look, they scratch their butt the same at this exact same time. Yeah. They get down, they set their food down at the exact same way and like rotate their plates or whatever. Like they, mm-hmm. oh, they're so similar, even though they're so different. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's the, fine, whatever. But there's not really any like connection. Yeah. Like you've been raised so completely differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, there's there's something to be said for that <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like not just like okay yeah you both came from the same genetic experiment one of them literally lived on an island paradise and had every whim uh, like uh-huh. catered to and the other guy is literally four foot ten <laughs> yeah and like constantly uh like trying to trying to like shake people down because he feels like the system failed him yeah you know like it's they're a hundred percent different people Right. Uh, and I, uh, it's like I enjoyed several of the scenes of them getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like I felt like they were pretty funny together. I felt like Schwarzenegger was decently, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like cutely naive about shit. You know, like his yeah. performance as the kind of like I know everything but have no street smarts. Yeah. Or like context to anything. Yeah, he he has to like confirm things are slang. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's it's fun and it like <clears throat> you know, fish out of water kind of tale. Yeah. Uh, which he's great for because he's this giant Austrian man in America. <laughs> you know, like he'll always stand out in that mm-hmm. case. But like, yeah, him <laughs> him not understanding that the guy was robbing him, right? Isn't that what the guy at the beginning like oh that <clears throat> tries to steal his his case yeah something mm-hmm. like that yeah and then and then the other dude comes up and tries to steal it and he like can't pull it away from him because he's so strong and it winds up hurting the other guy so bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh and that had that had one of my favorite uh lines straight off the bat was the pavement was his enemy yeah <laughs> you know like yeah i didn't i didn't do anything like it's oh man it's like it's no, it so was, funny i did nothing the pavement was his enemy <laughs> yeah. i wrote it down too yeah like he is he's really funny there are times where you can kind of feel like it's a guy who doesn't quite know what he's saying mm-hmm. saying it you know like it was like he's saying something that sounds really smart in the script and you can tell that he doesn't quite get what he's saying, but he's saying the words because he's an actor and God damn it. Yeah. So like he's doing it, but like you can also just kind of tell yeah. <laughs> that there's like, <laughs> yeah, you're playing the genius because that's the character, mm-hmm. but I don't fully buy it. Like it's kind of like everyone's like, just let him do it. We, we know. We it know. Was, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like that one scene in Friends where joey's learning about learning lines about all the paintings oh to yeah take charlie to the met <laughs> exactly like- <laughs> it's exactly like that 100 just in real life with, a, with an austrian bodybuilder exactly <laughs> making a movie um because i mean legit it, it being his first uh comedy role you got to give him props for for handling it yeah you know what i mean like i think it, it's i mean it was a gigantic hit yeah. uh him and devito and i think ivan reitman the director all took a percentage nice because the movie was <laughs> not very rich 
mm-hmm. when they were making it. And it was like, if we pay you everything that you typically get in your roles, we're kind of skating on thin ice with even making the movies. They're like, well, then we'll just get the back end. And it was a monster hit. So they all made a billion dollars or whatever the That's fuck, uh, which brilliant. makes yeah makes sense. <laughs> Savvy business. Yeah. It's just that it's like it's it is very much a like for the masses kind of comedy. Yeah. Where it's like it's very sort of broad, very kind of easy jokes. Mm-hmm. Nothing that makes you think too hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like it, it, it works pretty well when they're when they're kind of firing on all cylinders. And then there's other times where it's just like, all right. This again, like I've seen this a million times. I swear to God, the 80s and early 90s, I feel like the the drinking scene is like 90% cowboy bars. Right. Was that all there fucking was back then? Every fucking movie winds up in a goddamn cowboy bar. This one at least (laughs) makes sense because they're driving from like Southern California to Texas. Yeah. So they're in the area where it makes sense for yeah. those to be more common. True. I but mean, yeah, yes. I'm thinking like 48 hours. Where it's like, you're in New York City or whatever what? the fuck, or yeah. San Francisco, or whatever the fuck they were. I don't remember. I think it was San Francisco, actually. But, I don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't even matter, though. But still, just like, it. and there's a fucking cow, God damn it, a cowboy bar. Why, Why? is it always Why? cowboy bars? I, lo- <laughs> I love how Julius seemingly has zero plan about what he is doing in America. Right. And Werner just sort of let him go too. He's mm-hmm. just like, fine, just row your boat out into the ocean to the near to the nearest island with an airport and go do whatever you gotta do. Yeah. And he just shows up in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and apparently is just gonna like wander around until he finds somebody. I don't even recall what the thing is that makes him uh realize like I know he eventually gets he gets to the jail. Mm-hmm. Or oh right, because somebody somebody gives him the he, advice of like he would probably wind up in jail. Julius went to the orphanage first. Right. He learned from Werner, right? The orphanage, which is like, wait, what? He Werner knew that they sent this kid off to the, like he he knew and remembers and doesn't like suppress that memory for the guilt he should feel <laughs> for this child, just like that you created, sent off into the world with nothing. I mean, like, bro. Werner, you're not a good guy. There's a lot of questionable (laughs) ethics. Tons. These doctors, I don't fucking understand. There's a there's a tiny bit of information that we get like a bunch later Mm -hmm. that I was shocked. I was taken aback by this piece of information regarding what they did, and I was just like, why? What? This makes it seem so much crazier than it did at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Where the beginning, it was like, yeah, we were doing this thing, and you know, we made this baby, and unfortunately, the the lady died during childbirth. But then that sucks. But it looks like it worked because look how cool this guy is now. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, oh, okay, so it's like. Like an experiment that people maybe knew about yeah and then later it's like oh god was this like a deep dark secret right like what the fuck i mean i guess there's no real reason to, to hide it but the fact that they revealed that the lab was sealed off the day after they were born yeah an entire lab mm-hmm. not just like a delivery room or something which is like why would you even seal it off in the first place it's not like anybody actually died in there I mean, you know what I mean? Because nobody died. The kids were the, the the she was told the kids died. Yeah, they were told she died. Nobody actually died. Yeah, and and this like experiment happened with people knowing, right? Somebody knew, right? Like, why is it a secret that they had to be like, we're just fucking closing it off? Like, why don't you use it for a different experiment? Like, no, we're just locking it away forever. Like, yeah, is this? Is this like against some kind of like international code? Like, are you guys I mean, gonna get tried for crimes against humanity 
for doing this because like they definitely don't say it that way they do like all the when he goes and visits these other doctors or the other guys who put their shit into the like dna pool Mm -hmm. they're all just like oh yeah i fucking did that like there's no qualms about like yeah we were part of this experiment yeah and then you find out they locked it away and you're like what it's a conspiracy like what is I this i don't know it, yeah i mean <laughs> there was a whole lot of uproar around was dolly yeah cloning and stuff but this isn't but cloning like, i know but like genetic modification and i but you know in vitro is a thing yeah so like it's literally it. like but if they're like specifically like selecting genes to use like i don't know they didn't go into enough detail yeah i mean yeah there's there's definitely uh an area in there where things can get dicey and all but like it just did like the way that it's all described at the beginning because isn't it's sort of shot like a newsreel yeah a little bit which makes it seem like it was like oh science science on the move world on the move look at this this is our new shit look at how great science is now like it seemed like it was a thing of like look at how far we've come with science yeah and they're like it was a failure burn it down it's like but it wasn't a failure he's look at him yeah (laughs) like other than the gap in the teeth i think you guys did pretty good yeah You know, braces will fix that. It'll be fine. It's fine. You should have done it earlier, but you could do it at 30. It doesn't matter. You know. It's so bizarre. But, like, again, that's the hilarity of this movie. Like, the the layer above the the normal comedy of the movie. Mm. The hilarity of the fact that, like, yeah, we wanted this this silly movie about how they're twins. So we have to build this fucking lunatic backstory about, like, genetic experiments yeah. and like <laughs> nazi doctors or something <laughs> like i don't know it's it's so fucking crazy and it's just so hysterical that it was like yeah that's that, that's your job now winston like you got to figure out yeah. how to do it uh because uh the boss wants a script on his desk tomorrow so <laughs> write the movie about the big guy and the little guy figure out however you can and then you just do it uh, it's wild to me and it also gets so sad for danny devito yeah it does you know like him just basically like when the doctor essentially tells him that it's like yeah you're you're the leftover mm-hmm. you're the garbage part of the experiment like essentially saying like if i could have thrown you away i would have yeah that's basically the message he gets from like the that, ma- the doctor yeah whatever his name he, was yeah. i don't remember uh, well, craven or something he, he was a dick with the he mustache didn't deserve a name <laughs> he gets he gets that hilarious comeuppance at the end that is yeah. so out of nowhere <laughs> i was like that is that felt to me like a scene that was shot after test screenings where someone was like i wished he would have gotten his yeah and they were like you know what he will <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna pop that back in there Oh, there was a line specifically in that scene. Danny DeVito had he looked at the doctor and said, you're telling me I'm the crap? Oh. <laughs> that was yeah, the yeah, phrase yeah. that he was using, <clears throat> saying that he was the crap of the experiment. And there was one line uh, the doctor had that was so harsh. or just something about like, oh, buddy, you don't have the brain power to understand what I'm talking about. Or, what you know, basically mm-hmm. just insinuating that's like, you're you're basically a trash person. Yeah. You were made of trash. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be here. Uh, it's it's harsh. It's really fucking harsh. And it definitely makes you feel for him. Uh, Very be- much Especially so. because he's Danny DeVito. And despite how, like, grimy and, <laughs> and, and weird he can be, <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, look at him. <laughs> like, so, you know. Yeah. He's Danny DeVito. How can you not love that face? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the whole gist of, like, their road trip is so funny. It's such 
the like convoluted comedy movie plot where it's just like just trying to move pieces on a on a, mm-hmm. a chessboard to get them to the spot that they need to be. Yeah. Where it's just like, okay, yeah. And then you introduce the what are they, the Klein brothers who mm-hmm. want to fucking bust up DeVito because he owes the money and all. And so he's like stealing cars to get money. So then of course there's a secret car with a like a payload in the back that mm-hmm. uh, oh and then he steals that one and then the people want it back and oh <laughs> no like uh, that whole rigmarole yeah it's like th- that's all in a movie about Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger being twins like yep. that's the plot of just like a regular old thriller movie mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like I'm pretty sure that's the plot of the transporter with Jason Statham <laughs> is that he, <laughs> he gets a car there's something in the trunk like it, that's in cop out they yeah. get the car and there's someone in the trunk. Like <laughs> it's it's such a like used thing that they were just like, Yeah, that'll work. Just use yeah. that one. Like it's like there's just like fucking plots on a wall. Yeah, and, and like, you're just like, we'll uh, take this Yeah, let's one? do that one. I kinda like that one. That yeah. one gives us uh, a role for a hilariously young David Caruso. <laughs> oh my god, as the as the <laughs> the parking lot attendant. Mm-hmm. I saw him and I was like, There's no fucking way. He looks so young. Real young, and I was like, "This, it's just eighty-eight. It's not that fucking, you know." Like <laughs> looking at him now, I didn't imagine he looked like a fucking teenager <laughs> in nineteen eighty-eight. It was kind of wild to me. He looked really, really young, and it really threw me off. But uh, honestly, the part that surprised me the most—a little bit of it because who the guy was, and then the other part of it just because it's like such the hilarious random action side plot to get you know to the action end thing to have this like guy this guy (laughs) that's coming after him Mm -hmm, there's the like mm -hmm. the best bad dude in town guy always gotta have a cool name this one's webster oh man webster cool yeah (laughs) i just i just mean like it needs to be a it can't just be like john or mike he has to have a a, a goofy yes a very distinct name yes uh the dude who plays him marshall bell he's not in like a billion things and uh we did actually do a movie with him because he was in total recall (laughs) um but he i always remember him because he plays like the lead cop in airheads okay with brendan fraser and steve buscemi and, and adam sandler uh, where they they're a band that takes mm. over a, <laughs> a radio station and so he's the cop who's like trying to deal with them and all that shit so i always remember him from that and then all of a sudden it was like oh now he's a bad dude because i always <laughs> thought he had a really good look for that kind of thing like he looks like he should be a bad guy yeah in like a sci-fi movie or something <laughs> you know what i mean like it, it just works for him so i was really stoked that he was in it so i was like i'm actually I'm down for these moments when he's here and he does like some like kind of like almost no country for old men shit where he goes and meets with those dudes and then doesn't he fucking kill them? Yeah. Yeah. Which is like exactly fucking like Anton Chigurh going and meeting with the people who like apparently hired him to do a job and then Mm -hmm. like shit went sideways and he's like, well, now fuck you guys. Bam, bam. And like he's playing by his own rules. Yeah. Car's not there. And now you've seen my face. So you're dead. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I thought it was like, this is actually kind of neat. Like, it's not particularly thrilling or like, oh, wow, because it's all shot like a <laughs> like an 80s comedy. <laughs> you know, it, it, it doesn't look like a Coen Brothers movie at all. Um, even though it has fucking Nathan Arizona in it, another guy in a movie that we did. <laughs> the guy playing Beetroot is the guy who played Nathan Arizona, the dad of, the, right. like, of all the Arizona kids oh, yeah, that yeah. they steal from. Yeah, yep. Um, so that was hysterical. I was like, he's just playing Nathan Arizona again. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, that whole like thing, you know, where it's like, okay, that's how the movie is going to get, you know, shootouts and guns and 
all that sort of mm-hmm. fun action shit to happen later because you're like, how is these two dipshits on a road trip with their girlfriends yeah. to see their mom gonna turn into an action movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it shouldn't, by all means, no. turn into an action movie. But it's like, well, we added the part about him being a crook so that he steals the wrong car so that we could do a little bit of action at the end. Because, yeah. you know, in Schwarzenegger, you got to have a little action at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, and hysterically, though, the very, very end, like that sequence, has the funniest thing in the movie to me. Oh. Possibly one of the funniest things I have seen in a long time. I laughed out loud for an extended period of time. <laughs> oh. Because of how fucking funny I found it. I mean, it w- we'll eventually get to there. Not that there's that much of like <laughs> plot to cover. Yeah. Um, but like you know, them on their road trip, hanging out with their girlfriends, they do mm-hmm. that like cowboy bar dance. I wrote yep. synchronized ass grabbing <laughs> yeah. in the song, and the girl's like, oh, like, <laughs> holy shit, 80s. This, this oh, what seriously. is this? Like, okay, so they're going to dance, and it's like, oh, shit, Julius is a virgin, and then fucking yeah. Vincent's going to, like, set him up. And He, he skipped, he, really quick, he skipped right over one of my favorite oh. little moments. <laughs> it was Marnie, am I shit-faced yet? Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> he was good. Like I said, he's he was pretty good doing the, like, uh, like not understanding and, and, like, really naive shit. Yeah. I loved when he was driving the car, and he's just like, I've only been driving for an hour. Yeah. He's, like, kind of proud, but also a little, like, so I'm not there yet, but. Yeah. Like, <laughs> look at how good I'm doing yeah, for like, only an hour. Yeah. He's, oh, he's really hysterical. <laughs> kind of adorable in the role. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, apparently, he gets laid for the first time, we assume. Yeah. They don't they don't really do a sex scene. They don't even do a, like, later laying in bed sequence. Yeah, they do. They do? Yeah, they do. Oh, I didn't remember it. Well, laying on the floor, she's smoking a cigarette, and he has the most oh my awkward God. Yes, that's grin right. face. That's right. That's right. Uh, it felt There were a lot of moments in this movie where it felt like the director was just like, I need you to make this very specific face, and we're just going to, at one point in the movie, we're going to cut to it, and it's going to be really funny. So just trust us mm-hmm. later that it's going to be really funny because it's just he'll just like sit there with like a uh, kind of like weird look and it'll spit. We'll just cut to it in the middle of a silly sequence. Yeah. People will see your big crazy face and it'll make them laugh. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> There's a point where he, <laughs> they meet with the doctor and like I know that they they technically mentioned at the beginning, I'm sure, but it didn't really click because, you know, you're getting all the opening of the movie information so you're like all right it's, something's kind of blow past you so the fact that they go back to it later i was like wait fucking how how did these doctors not know there were two babies in there i mean i don't know when ultrasound technology was invented like perfected that there's no way it wasn't around even, i no the the first commercial ultrasound scanner uh, was introduced in 1963. Okay, and it just did dawn on me that the opening happened in the 50s. So, not the 80s, obviously, because they were babies and then they grew up. Okay, yes. now 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 it's clicking for me a little bit more. Yes. Still though, I still contend that that many doctors <laughs> Yeah. like it's not like twins weren't a thing. It's not like they didn't know. Yeah, I mean, it there was must be signs. It was just like first invented and like used for cl- clinical use in the mid 50s. Okay. So they could have had it. They're secret doctors. They could have had secret doctor they, technology. They, they had. They had. They, they had the technology from Roswell. We know this for a fact. They easily could have done. Yeah. This. I mean, six dads, <laughs> one that, mom, two babies. 
10 dads, just 10 dads, not a, not a kid between them. Family. Family. Oh, man. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Um, another thing though, real quick, uh, grown men should not call their mother mama. Nope. Hated it every time. Yeah. Hated it so much at the end when Danny DeVito takes about a minute to get it out. Uh huh. That's, that was so silly that I thought it was a joke. <laughs> it, it, it didn't go long enough to actually be a joke. It just went long enough to be like, Danny, get it out. Because yeah. like you just see his mouth like starting to form a word, and you're like, yeah, mom. Yeah, mom, it's your mom. It's your mom. It's your mom, Dan. Dan, it's your mom. And then, of course, instead of saying mom like a normal human, he says, mama. And I'm like, oh, no, not him, too. Like, I could sort of understand the island weirdo yeah. who doesn't live in the regular world. Like, like I still hate it, and yeah. somebody should have corrected him immediately and been like, it's just mom. Yeah. <laughs> we just say mom. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to be kind of weird, say mother. Mom, though, is pretty yeah. good. Mama. Or ma. Nobody said, yeah, ma. <laughs> nobody says mama. It's weird. Yeah. Unless you are literally a tiny baby child. Yeah. Uh, so uh, two grown adults saying it the whole movie is too much for me. I'm not a big fan of that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Danny DeVito was really saying it the whole movie. Well, right. But he eventually does. And it, that's yeah, bad enough. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was. he only said it like twice. So at least <laughs> there's that. Um, I also forgot that when they're in that shit kicker bar, uh, for one, Marnie forgot to tell Linda that they were fired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous line of the movie. I couldn't believe that. That she's just like, That's oh, hilarious. yeah, by the way, I forgot to tell you that we're fired. <laughs> like, she's, she says something about, like, oh, it's because she sees the guys come in. Yeah. And she says something about, like, did you tell anyone we were here? And she's just like, I told work we wouldn't be in for a few days. Oh, also, I forgot to tell you we're fired. <laughs> like, what the fuck? How do you not bring that up, like, I mean... immediately? Um, but also, how is that, how is that just a thing, like, uh, you know, that you're just like, oh, totally slipped my mind by the way we're fired like you know that it's not like oh god i actually forgot to tell you something <laughs> you know I mean, like i know I, they hated the job and blah yeah, blah blah but like I, they need money i mean um, absolutely but, but that's a tomorrow problem <laughs> i mean if they're still alive because the clane brothers come in and they're gonna they want to kill danny devito and probably everybody else too probably. i mean i would assume that they would kill them just because they're bad guys they saw their face uh, yeah uh that seems to be everybody's problem um so schwarzenegger comes back and he had already beaten them up at well, one point he earlier beat up one of the guys right uh but so <laughs> then he's then he starts doing the like you forgot the second rule of conflict or whatever the fuck it is mm -hmm. and the the one idiot clan brother says uh oh he's starting that funny talk again <laughs> and it's like how fucking dumb are you that those words constitute funny talk yeah he is simply speaking english yeah he is just saying words in a sentence this is there's nothing funny about them. Like if he had if he was using like Latin terminology for things or something, like crazy weird smart brain shit, then okay, maybe that line makes sense. But this is literally just like an, an adult speaking yeah. with an adult's vocabulary. Mm -hmm. This guy's like, oh geez. <laughs> like you guys are so fucking dumb. How are you the bad guys? And then thankfully they're not. Because Webster, I guess, takes him out. Yeah. Or whatever. Which well, is like, okay, good. Because he's clearly a better bad guy than these fucking idiots. <laughs> well, no, because Webster... Oh, he shoots him in the she feet. Shoots them in the feet. 
And then they come and, oh, yeah, and find then they go to the him club. In, the, in the bar. Yeah, and then Schwarzenegger just beats the shit out of all of them. And then all the people keep dancing around the fallen gangsters on yeah. the floor. They're just like, yep. Fuck these guys. Yeah, like the scene just like sits there with like motionless bodies on the dance floor. And the crowd's uh-huh. like un- <laughs> unconcerned. Yeah. We do not care. We are here to rock out with the band. <laughs> Super fucking silly. Um, That's when he finally bangs Marnie. Uh, and they go to the like art commune place where they've been told their mother is Mm -hmm. that whole fucking sequence was so infuriating to me i was like i you you can call it immediately oh yeah what the deal is going on here and the misdirect is so pointless yeah it is like it makes her seem crazy like obviously there is a tiny bit to it that you understand Mm-hmm. Because this is a woman who's grown up her whole life who thinks that her child, her child, singular, yeah. died. Yeah. So, like, of course she has no reason to believe that she has children. So people showing up and saying that they might be children of hers. Yeah, okay. I get, yeah. <laughs> I get not being 100% like, oh, my babies. Because, like, yeah, you're like, what? Yeah. But to be like, ugh, these real estate developers will do anything to get this property. Yeah. Like, that's where your brain goes first? <laughs> nothing else you don't think about it for a second like you don't think for a moment what this could possibly be yeah you know like you don't think for a second that maybe (laughs) this big austrian dude accent Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like if if she knew these doctors yeah at all if she knew Werner, then like would there not be that tiny bit of like (sighs) he says he's my son and he talks a lot like Werner does. And he looks similar to yeah, that yeah, one yeah, guy yeah, yeah. I almost married. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hmm, like nothing. There's, yeah. It's just real estate developers and their schemes. Uh-huh. And I'm like, God damn it. I know it's you. Mm-hmm. So when they go to the like, she's totally dead. Mm, nope. Because like, I, it, it, I'll put it this way. The movie trying to do the like, Double switcheroo Mm -hmm. is what really makes it, like, uh, to me, just way, way, way too obvious. Like, I I just basically called it because, of course, like, it's a movie. And that's just how these movies do these kinds of dumb things. Where it's like, wait a minute, you mean the person who gave me the tour of the place is actually the boss? You know, like, they kept (laughs) their identity from me for some absurd reason? Yeah. Like, just to get a little gotcha at the end here? Like, that's weird behavior. I don't understand why anybody would do that. But they do it in movies. Yeah. Like she does here. To be like, oh, I'll show you Marianne or whatever the fuck her name is. Oh, I'll tell you about her. Oh, she's dead. But the fact that the movie <laughs> starts by telling us she's dead. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, and the mom died in childbirth. Yeah. And then it's like, but then Julius learns that, oh, shit, she didn't. Yeah. And you're like, oh. So then they go to the commune and they're like, guess what? She's dead. <laughs> and you're like, uh, you already I mean, killed her at the beginning I mean, of the movie. Yeah. This doesn't have the same effect. And so it's like. Obviously, of course, she's not going to wind up being dead again. Yeah. That's a little too much of that, you know? <laughs> so you, you have a feeling. And then the fact that it's like really barely anything at the end. It's like it's just a sliver mm-hmm. of like her literally being like, oh, <laughs> like seeing a newspaper article <clears throat> and realizing like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. They were telling the truth. Yeah. And then she like shows up at an office. Danny DeVito takes an hour to say the word mama. They run over and hug her, and then it's just like, and then we live lives, and everything's happy, and the movie's over. 
Well, before she went to see them, she oh. stopped off to see the doctor that told her yes. th- her, her child that, that died. That baby was dead and to punch him in the face. Yes. Uh, which, again, like I said, that felt like an add-on scene where people were like, he didn't get his comeuppance. Yeah. He needed something. Yeah. And they were like, all right, we could send Arnold Schwarzenegger back in there to like break him in two. And they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang Maybe on. just the old lady punches him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can we just do that? That's enough, I guess. <laughs> um, I don't even fully remember what happens like they go there the the lady says that he, that she's dead the, the mom says that she's dead yeah uh devito does that like i hate it so much it's such a screenplay thing of like and then the one character has to just become irrationally angry yeah and split yeah and just like even though a scene prior i believe he said something along the lines of like i really like hanging out with you jules yeah or something like this is a ton of fun we're having a great time i'm having a great time getting to know you i'm glad we met you've come here like my life has just been getting better and better yeah he's (laughs) like this is the greatest aren't we having the best time and then it's like oh guess what it turns out our mom actually died i guess and he's like you know what why'd i ever believe in you you're a fucking failure and he just goes off on everybody yeah linda marnie jules literally just strands them in fucking texas or new mexico. Santa Fe, new mexico yeah to drive to texas to go do this car job uh-huh. because he's like fucking fuck everybody i'm just gonna go get my five million dollars or whatever that he's gonna get for this job mm-hmm. uh that was a great devito scene when he's on the phone negotiating <laughs> with beetroot but yeah. just like five million dollars, like going bananas about it. Five million, <laughs> yeah, all the million different million dollars. <laughs> He's got such great energy. I love it. Um, so he goes to do that, but he gets like he gets found out. Essentially, he brings it to the garage, and then Beetroot's just like, "You're just some idiot who stole a car." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh God." And then he's like, yeah, but I'll still give you the money or whatever. That was actually what I didn't understand. Maybe there was something I missed in that scene between... Because there's a scene just before that mm-hmm. with Beetroot and Webster, mm-hmm. where Webster does not kill everybody like you assume he would. Right. Um, is, is, like, is, does he just get told that like he's out of the deal? Is that what Beetroot tells him? That he's like, so, you, so you're not bringing my car, so why should I pay you? I'll pay the guy who's bringing my car. Essentially, Essentially yeah. Essentially, that's the deal? Yeah. Okay, because I was wondering, because like when he comes down and he says like, you're just an idiot who stole a car, aren't you? I was like, oh, fuck. And then Webster's going to come around the corner and be like, yeah, taking my money and we're all in this together. And he's like, all right, you little fucking idiot. Get your money. Take your briefcase full of money. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? He's still just paying him? And then I'm like, okay, it must be a trap. But then Webster kills Beetroot yeah. <laughs> and the driver, assumedly, and just shoots them with a gun and is now going to get his money back. And I'm like, I must have missed something because there's no way this was the plan. <laughs> there's no <laughs> way this was like they got into that meeting earlier and we're like, all right, so this is how it's going to go down. I'm going to pay the guy. Then you're going to murder me. Then wait, you know what? <laughs> Maybe we don't do this plan. I don't like this one. And Webster's like, no, no, it's a great plan. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so he's up in like a sniper's thing, like shooting down at Danny DeVito, who's running around mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to keep this money and not get shot. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, this was the sequence where that like twin shit really kicked in, and Schwarzenegger's literally just like feeling the parts of his body where like Devito is like touching his own body or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It was so fucking weird, and I'm like, you're really telling me that he can literally feel this shit. Yeah. And right. that's and that's how he's gonna solve the thing at the end. He's gonna find him by just tracking him down via twin stink yeah Yeah. it's ridiculous but like yeah that's exactly what this movie Mm -hmm. is is showing Mm -hmm. you and telling you is that that's how this works yep um so he gets there devito's running away in this like underground 
tunnel. Mm-hmm. He's kind of getting away, yeah. sort of. And Jules shows up after he steals a car and he shows up. Yeah. And he did not uh, steal. He borrowed. He borrowed it. He gave it back to him. He was a cowboy. <laughs> I love that. Um, so he shows up, and Jules is there. Or not? Yeah. Well, Jules shows up. Webster's there. Yeah. And he's like, "Who the fuck are you? Whatever." And he's like, "Oh, I'm. Don't do anything crazy, or whatever." And fucking Vincent realizes that Jules came and yeah. is now in trouble. And he's like, "Fuck!" Now he's got to go back. Yeah. He can't just leave him behind or whatever. He even has that ridiculous line. He said, I was halfway to Brazil when I felt you. Yeah. And it was like, man, they are really saying that's how this is working. Yeah. (laughs) That they are literally physically feeling each other's presence in order to solve (laughs) this thing at the end of the day. I don't know. And I was hoping that that would get you. Like, I was like, all right, fine. If you're setting it up and you're telling me this is how it works. Then give me some awesome, crazy, twin, psychic shit at the end. Yeah. And it's not. You got to go full boat. Yeah, you really got to go full boat, and they don't go full boat. Thankfully, though, they do the greatest gag in the history of the world. I was laughing (laughs) so fucking hard. Now I know. Holy shit, dude. I I had blocked it from my memory, so I wouldn't start laughing again. Oh, my God, right? Yes. Holy crap. Full on. I'll tell you this. I did not audibly laugh at any other joke in this movie i had but some- this this maybe maybe a little bit of like a or something like that this completely shattered me i i had my defenses were down and i could not stop laughing as it continued and the more it continued the fucking harder i laughed at it and i was like this is somehow in this like slapdash kind of like uh, haphazardly put together movie is a perfect piece of comedy that I it is it rivals almost anything else I've seen in my life and I feel crazy talking it up so much but it's truly that funny it's so funny it is oh so fucking funny because fucking webs like Webster's there he's got them at gunpoint he's going to kill them of course cuz they saw his face yeah cuz they saw his fucking face DeVito, uh, or I forget which one is the one who sees it. DeVito, DeVito sees stand- it and no, he no, no, tells. No. He's standing next to this lever. And- right, and Schwarzenegger looks up and mm-hmm. sees what the lever's connected to. Yeah. And he gives him the, like, very obvious signs to pull the lever that it's surprising that Webster doesn't pick up on it. Yeah. But he doesn't. Well, Webster was confused because. Oh, because he's like, Arnie you forgot up- yep. the third rule. Of a blah blah blah, and he's yeah. like, "What's the third rule?" And I was like, "Shoot them, idiot! Yeah. You are too smart to do this." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like you've shown throughout the movie that you're like the guy who mm-hmm. knows how to do this shit. Like I loved, honestly, and just a quick sidebar, I did like that moment when those the the Claire brothers, whatever the fuck their names were, mm-hmm. uh, showed up to the apartment yeah. where Webster already is, and they come in and they're like, "We're looking for Vincent," and he's like, "Okay, whatever." He's like, "And I, Vincent." And they're like, no, obviously. He's like, all right, then what does it matter who I am? I'm not who you're looking for. So he's like, he seems like a smart, a smarter than these other idiots kind of yeah. guy. So it didn't seem like he should fall for this very obvious ploy. Yeah. But he does. <laughs> they hit the fucking lever. And of course, down comes a heavy chain with like a big hook thing at the end of it to mm-hmm. just like cronk him on the head. Uh-huh. Of course, classic bad guy knockout end of movie. Of course. And then it just keeps going that fucking chain falls for like 30 straight seconds yes and it just piles and piles like like legitimately like four four stories worth of chain (laughs) 
falling to the ground. He's taller than DeVito when, when the pile gets to its to its top because of how much chain has fallen and buried this fucking guy. Because that's the funniest part is like the, the old, you know, swing a hook on a chain down and smack somebody thing, while probably fatal in real life, mm-hmm. is usually used in movies to knock people out. Yeah. You whack him with that. And then like the next scene is fucking Webster getting put in a cop car off on his way to jail. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, no. He is crushed and suffocated under four feet of chains. Probably five feet of chains. It's absolutely absurd and fucking hilarious. I literal tears in my eyes because I did not know that was coming at all. That was the funniest fucking thing. Uh, I oh my god, very much so. Yes, uh, highlight absolutely. highlight of the movie, if not the month. I, Holy yeah. shit! It's uh, <laughs> oh, if if man. we were to do oh. like you know, <laughs> looking back on the year, favorite moments. Yeah, right. This is this is at the tippy top right now. The tippy oh. top for 2023. <laughs> I literally I wrote in my notes the absurdly long chain is the funniest thing in the world <laughs> it just oh it just wouldn't stop oh it's so good <laughs> so like so he's dead and julius convinces vincent to fucking give the money back or whatever so you know he's bummed out about it and everything but it's like oh they did the right thing and they're famous now and blah 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 whatever mm-hmm. it's eventually revealed that devito absolutely stole a million dollars oh yeah uh unclear if julius understands that I uh, I don't think so because Julius never knew. Yeah, he wasn't around for how much money was in the briefcase. So when he right. says like, "Oh yeah, gave back that four million dollars," he's like, "Yes, it was very good of you." Yeah, and it's like, "Oh, he definitely stole a million dollars." Uh, which is like, okay, so then did he learn anything, or does he now just have a partner? I mean, because <laughs> he's still scamming. I guess I don't know. Because I... like, truthfully, he was getting that money for doing something scummy and, and scammy. Uh, so like, it's like, all right, well, I took only a fifth of what I was going to get paid to be scammy and scummy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's doing the same thing. I want to know who the fuck he returned it to because everyone's yeah, really? fucking dead. Really? It was Beetroot's money. Yeah. Where does it go? And he was <laughs> Cause like, it says, I mean, that's the crazy thing is that it's like, do they just give it to the cops? Cause like that shit's lame. Don't ever do that. I'll just say that right now. That's a recommendation for me to anybody out yeah. there. If you happen to find yourself with a whole bunch of money that doesn't have a good rightful owner, don't give it to the cops. No, do not. Literally, give it to a stranger. Yeah, charity. <laughs> don't fucking give it to the police. Are you kidding me? Throw it from like throw it from a, your a car window. Yeah, yes. Jesse Pinkman style and Breaking Bad. Just throw it onto people's lawns. It does not matter. Don't give it to the police. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. So, so Marianne knocks out the doctor. Mm-hmm. Comes and sees them. They're all happy. And then that final sequence of them at the fair, where oh, of course now now Vincent's married to Linda, Julius is married to Marnie, and of mm-hmm. course they've both had twins because mm-hmm. they're so alike. Mm-hmm. And of course they would both have twins. And now there's a whole bunch of people, and then and then it ends and it's over. <laughs> well, because <laughs> Lindsay and Marnie are twins. Are they? They are. Linda. Yes. Okay, just they, not identical. It was, it was I didn't even hear that line. Yes, mentioned <laughs> once when they first met, like, twins. Oh, twins. Oh, okay, yeah, didn't 
Didn't yeah. catch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> either way, though. So, yeah, they got a bunch of twins. There's a whole bunch of twins now. There's so mm-hmm. many sets of twins. Mm-hmm. Everybody's stoked. Julius it's... has a family. Vincent has a family. Everybody's it's happy. Exponentially growing. That doctor family. got punched. Yeah. You know, I don't think I have anything else specific in here. Uh, I, I hit most of the big ones. Like I told you, I had mm-hmm. 73 notes. <laughs> For this one, I had a whole lot. Yeah. Um, but I think I've basically hit most of them. Oh, oh, oh. The one, <laughs> the one, uh, like big guy gag that I thought was absolutely hysterical, the like big guy, little guy mm. gag that I thought actually worked was when Julius goes to see Vincent at the jail at the beginning and that one tall, huge dude who looks yeah. very much like Schwarzenegger is, is one of the convicts who walks out. Yeah. And him, Schwarzenegger looks at him like, oh, clearly. Yeah. And then he keeps walking and he's like, oh. <laughs> and then DeVito walks up and he's like, oh. They're like, I just love that bit where he sees this guy who's kind of like him. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's got to be him. <laughs> There's something fun about that. I like that. <laughs> also, just calling the movie as it's going because it is fairly formulaic. Is always funny to me. It is so much funnier when it happens so quickly. It's mid note. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wrote here, I was like, Julius is so dumbly sweet. Vincent will surely use him to his advantage. Oh, yep. He is already abandoning him. Yep. Outside the jail. He literally uses him to get him out of jail. And then he gets in his car and just speeds away. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's already happened. I was expecting <laughs> it to be like maybe he'd get a meal out of him or something. But yeah. he's literally already <laughs> peeling out of the parking lot. It was so funny. Like, well, that's check that one right off. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think that is going to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for this week mm-hmm. uh schwarzenegger month uh it's so exciting so many it can different go, directions it can go can so go. many places like we have plans and uh, then also they can just absolutely change on a whim because there's so many because that's what something... happened this week exactly so uh <laughs> who knows what'll be coming next week but i think we can safely assume that it will star arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> Yes. Uh, But uh, this is Jeff. And Kelly. You have no respect for logic. (laughs) 